<laughs> What's up, New York City? This is Lane Haymont with Ann Rose, uh, quelling your query conundrums. We have some new queries, so take it away, Ann. Take it away, me. Um, yeah, first off, I want to just keep saying thanks to everyone who have sent in your queries. We really appreciate you doing that. Continue to do so because Lane is going to pop up the email that you can send your queries to right here, correct? Right here. It's going to pop that up there. So go ahead and send your query in and we will try to get to it on air. Is it down there now? Yes, it's down there now. Perfect. So keep doing it. We love them. Thank you so much. And hopefully you find these helpful. And um, yeah, I guess we're just going to get going with our first one today. Just as a reminder, I am a terrible reader and I will mispronounce words. And that's just the way it is. That's just my life. So we're just going to go with it. Right, Lane? Excellent. Okay. So dear agent, I love it. I actually secretly, just totally off subject, but I actually secretly like it when people email me and they're like, dear Agent Anne, because it makes me feel like a spy. <laughs> that is cool. I wish I got that. Wow. Agent Anne. I know. It's so much fun. I don't it's know. like a superhero name. It's like a superhero name. So every time I see that, I kind of like just giggle to myself. I'm like, hee, hee, hee. <laughs> Do people get points for addressing it to dear Agent Anne? I mean, I definitely... In find the I find the humor and 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 stuff in it so I mean it, it definitely puts you out puts you up on on a better on a better step right For you sure. heard it everyone so now address it dear agent Anne I just like feel like a you know like a spy you know you yeah it's fun it's just kind of fun anyway specific greeting MSL MSWL match is is in quotes which is perfect because that's the you know personalization okay here we go. <clears throat> oh, I thought I redacted this title. Okay, hold on, because I don't want to accidentally read it. Now I'm ready. Okay, here we go. When winning is all, um, all wait. When winning is all that matters, what happens when you lose yourself? Title is an 84,000 word commercial women's fiction manuscript with sweet romance elements. It's Suzanne Park's Loathe at First Sight meets BattleBots with the stem is with the stem is steminism steminism of Allie Hazelwood's Love on the Brain and the voice and light humor of Sharon M. Peterson's The Do Over. Sam Samantha Baker only ever wanted to work for NASA, but when her champion Wreck It Robots father gifts teams to both her and her twin brother, Cal, she can't help feeling the weight of living up to the family name. As Cal racks up wins and trophies, Sam struggles to make a place for herself in this male-dominated world. In danger of being knocked back to the minor leagues and facing her father's disappointment, she hires the one person who could help her turn her team around, her brother's former second-in-command, Jamie. Unfortunately, he's also the same man who's, uh, who'd been her forever crush, at least until he publicly denounced her team's chances of ever winning. To beat Cal, okay, mainly to piss him off, and prove herself to her father, she sets aside her grudge, 
but a devastating loss makes her question whether Jamie has been colluding with her brother all along. When her father suffers a heart attack, family revelations come to light, forcing Sam to confront the realization that she'll never be good enough to earn her family's approval, and she must decide whether winning at any cost is worth it or whether it is time to walk away from the game for good. And then there's the bio, and then, you know, thank you for your consideration. So that's the first query we're going to look at today. How long was that? It, I mean, it's less than a page. Really? It felt long, but is it, so it's a women's fiction or is it a romance? I, I, you're picking up here what I was also picking up with. So I agree, that first paragraph, it does. It says it's women's fiction with sweet romance elements, but then it seems to comp romance novels. So I wasn't quite sure where they were trying to set it on the shelf either. Okay, good that we both picked it up because I remember women's fiction, but reading it sounds very romancy. Yeah, it's and it still... sounds like a cute, fun romance that if I were still representing romance hardcore, I'd say yeah, because I love STEM and the phrase STEMinism. That was good. Yes. Even though it was a tongue twister for me, it was still good. Maybe you should take this one on, Lane. I don't know. It came to you, not me. Didn't come to me. It's not my query. Well, didn't come to me either. It just came to our query box, right? So we're going to okay. talk about it. So, okay. So the first thing that we would probably tell this author is that maybe check out your comps here and also like how you're pitching this story, because overall it does sound like it's a fun romance story, which is great. Um, and so that's kind of the vibes that we're getting, but you are calling it women's fiction. So is it more romance focused? Um, like that's going to be your major plot beats and that's what's going to follow along. Or is it definitely more focused on Sam's journey and her development? And there also happens to be this romance because I think that you probably could rework it just a little bit just to make it clearer on like which avenue it is that we're going to be strutting ourselves down. Right? Yeah. And uh, I just realized, and Publishers Marketplace did this. It was women's fiction romance. You posted it as the same. But they are very different, have very different tropes or rules. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if this person, and I'm not trying to say they don't know, but I wonder if we can go over what's the difference between women's fiction and romance. Because to be romance... It has a very set structure, trope, that it needs. It needs... It needs those things, right? Like it needs yes. uh, meat. I was hoping you would say what they are, but... <laughs> we need to establish, like, who your main love interests are, and we need to have your love, your meat cute, right? Like, so that's generally, in a romance, you're going to you're gonna spring off with that being pretty close to the start of the story, right? So we're going to really quickly understand who your main character is and who their love interest is. And they're going to have their meet cute, right? And how they, how they first connect, how we're first, first introduced to them as a couple. Um, and depending on how that relationship dynamic works will be vastly different on how the meet cute works. And then of course, over the course of the book, we we see them, they're going to come together, they're going to fall in love, they're at some point either going to break up or something's going to happen in the dark moment where, you know, things don't quite work out. And then in the end, they'll end up happily ever after or happily for now. 
So the main core is their relationship and them getting together while there's other pieces that are happening around them in their own personal lives, right? I think that that's an, an important thing. Where in women's fiction, it's going to be solely focused on your, your female main character and like her journey through life. And she's going to have her ups and downs and there might be a love interest on the side as well, but her dark moment may or may not even have to do with him. Probably not. He just probably, or she, they, they are probably just there. The love interest is probably just there in the background somewhere and either supporting or not, who knows for, for their dark moment, right? It doesn't, it doesn't really focus on that. The relationship isn't the focus of the central core conflict plot, everything. And then you know, at the end, we don't necessarily expect a happily ever after because it's women's fiction. It's not being categorized as romance. Okay. So I'm thinking, are women fiction, women's fiction always not necessarily serious, but not like rom-coms? Because you think rom-com, you think a romance comedy. You don't think women's fiction. And I don't know if I'm just like talking off the rails here or not. But I, mean, I wonder if women's fiction can be fun and humorous and flirty. I think it can be. Yeah, okay. for sure. Lessons in chemistry. Um, would you call that romance or women's fiction? You haven't read it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll be honest, neither have I. Okay. <laughs> so, I was hoping he would have an answer to that, but okay. So moving on, since we don't know what that is, um, maybe we should just edit that part out. I don't know. We haven't. Read I don't that know. Part. I think it's pretty funny. It's pretty um, funny. So, uh, but I will. Let's really quickly talk about the comps here because they they she does comp a book that's called Loathe at First Sight. And um, while I admit that I have not read this novel yet, I did look it up before we came on the air today. And I noticed that there is, it's a romance, but it's a romance with a power dynamic. So I think that you have to be kind of careful with that. Like, so does the question here is, does this story of yours have a power dynamic? Because in that book, it looks like it's a woman and she's falling in love with her intern. So ooh, for me, that's, that's yeah. a tough one. I don't particularly like romances that have that power imbalance that's going on mm -hmm. there, but you know, Maybe there's something else about that story that that hits the maybe the humor beats or, or I I don't know so just something to kind of be considered about and then one more thing is that you start with a rhetorical question when winning is all that matters what happens when you lose yourself so now instead of me focusing on your query here I'm thinking well what 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 does that mean like do you want me really thinking about that or do you want me engaged in this. So it would be much stronger if you just led with a statement that winning isn't all that matters when you lose yourself, period. Like that has such a much more substantial impact than framing it as a question. I hate rhetorical questions. They're <laughs> awful because being a smart aleck like I am, that's what my grandfather would call me, a smart aleck. Smart aleck. You ask me a question, would you kill the one you love to save the world. I'm like, yeah, of course. What kind of question is that? <laughs> like, so, okay. Everyone out there, Lane will murder you if it means saving the world. Just, just unless like, you're my dog. I wouldn't, it, if it were my dog, I'd be like, all right, see you later world. We had a good run. Let's check out. I mean, on some levels, I think that's actually fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. 
My dog doesn't expect that. I love my dog. All five of my dogs. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Really? Okay. Well, let's. We're we're really straying off course here, but let's go back to this query letter. So, I think there's some very interesting things that are taking place here um, in it, but also at the same time, I'm not quite sure what the connections are. So we start off really strong that, you know, she really, all she ever really wants to do is work for NASA, which is great. Like that's super, you've established goals, right? But then she's given a Wreck-It robot gift from her father. Like, I don't quite understand how this comes into play and then how all of her goals then shift towards being the Wreck-It robot team winner, if that makes sense. I, I didn't know if this was adult or YA. It's a Because that makes it sound like YA. Uh, I mean, commercial women's fiction. So, I mean, it's pitched as adult. I assume that this is adult and these are all adult characters. So. Maybe uh, it's just the father gave her the Wreck-It and I think of Wreck-It Ralph. And then I think father giving, I think, I don't know, child, kid. I mean, that's fair. But I mean, even adults have parents. So. Uh, is that true? No, I don't know. Um. Does it say adult? Yeah, it was pitched as commercial women's fiction. Can women's fiction be YA or is that like a stupid question? I mean, I don't think that you would categorize the two as the same thing, no. Because women are adults. Correct. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we straight off again. It's all good. So, so I think that like some of the setup and like the goals for Sam are not quite clear. Like this whole idea of like, I love the idea that she wants to make herself a place in the male dominated world, but that didn't seem like to be her goal from the start. So I'm not sure if this could be reframed in another way or, or what's really taking place, but you know, I think some massaging there could help us connect some of the dots. And then also when it's later about like pissing Cal off, like why does she want to piss her brother off? Like, I, I don't understand that relationship. Like, is that really important to put into this query? I don't know. Um, and then like, why is it that she needs to win her father's approval? Like, what is the key relevance, importance of that in, in this framework? So lots of moving pieces here, but not quite seeing how all of the pieces connect overall. I also wondered why she had that kind of relationship with her brother and why she needed to impress her father is he's a NASA scientist and it's interesting that you talk about having so many moving pieces because I just had a conversation with my client Johnny Compton about storytelling in that you can't tell all the stories at once and it feels like this query is trying to tell all the stories at once. Yeah I agree I think that it's it's giving us a lot of things now there's nothing that says that this story can't have all of these kind of pieces in it. But for this query letter, for this framework to just be like, okay, here is why this is a women's fiction novel, why this is a romance novel. We only need certain elements to make us see the picture so we can kind of dive in and kind of know what we're going to get. So. And I think that happens a lot with fantasy. You try to cram in so much. And I mean, the query letter is basically just the back cover blurb. You know, yeah. you just, what's the hook? Why are we going to read this? I mean, the synopsis is where you break down the bare bones. This is just like, hey, STEM, 
Steminism. I love that word. I, I would probably read it just for that. Right. You know? Right. Goals, motivation, conflict. GMC. Get, get that in here. And so, I mean, overall, I would still probably look at the pages because I always look at pages um, and try to check out what it's about. Um, but those are some things that I think that could maybe help elevate this and bring it to the next level and help you get maybe more asks on this um, overall. Right? Okay. Cool. All right. Are we going to pretend like we're cutting off here, even though we're going to record more? Or yes. How are we do this? Yes. Thank okay. you for joining us on Anne Rose's query, quelling your query conundrum. There's so many words I always forget it. Um, and do the outro, the like, uh, subscribe because you oh. always do it very well, and do a freeze frame. So we, oh, that's gonna be the freeze frame. Look. <laughs> Great, I can't wait. So, all right, we're actually recording a couple more of these things. So the next couple of videos, I'm wearing the same thing. So just go with it, you know, whatever. But thanks for joining us on this particular episode of Quelling Your Query Conundrums. If you have a conundrum that you are Wait, do you have the query that you have a conundrum about? Then use that email below, send it to us. We'd love to talk about it and maybe help you bring it to the next level. So like, subscribe, pet your dog. I don't know. Have a great day. Okay. Next one. Next one.